Hello and welcome to this all new episode of Poetry Spoken Here. I am producer and technical director Jack Rossiter Munley. And very quickly before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention as always that Poetry Spoken Here is produced by Cardboard Box Productions Incorporated, a small digital production company making podcasts about poetry, literature, and cultural history. You can find out more about Poetry Spoken Here and all of the other Cardboard Box Productions podcasts at cardboardboxproductionsinc.com. And, most excitingly, Cardboard Box Productions also has a newsletter called Unboxed that you can subscribe to, and that's a great place to get more information about the poets and writers featured on Poetry Spoken Here, and the people, poems, and subjects featured on all of the other Cardboard Box shows. So again, that's the newsletter Unboxed that you can subscribe to from CardboardBoxProductionsInc.com. On with the show! Hello, this is producer and technical director Jack Rossiter-Munley. Welcome to an all-new episode of Poetry Spoken Here. Today we have another reading from the Unamuno Author Festival, which took place back in 2019 in Madrid, Spain. This reading was recorded at a bookstore called Desperate Literature, and the Unamuno Author Festival, which took place all across Madrid, had the hub of all of its activities at Desperate Literature. So, If you get a chance to uh, go to Madrid at some point when travel between countries and across countries becomes more possible, definitely check out Desperate Literature. Today's reading is by Sheila Maldonado. Now, she is the author of the 2011 book One Bedroom Solo and of That's What You Get, which came out earlier this year from Brooklyn Arts Press. She grew up in New York City, and her family hails from Honduras, which is a heritage that you'll hear more about during this reading. She teaches English at the Sydney University of New York. She's won numerous awards, and she's been a Contamundo Fellow. Uh, Her work has appeared in Hyperallergic, Asterix Journal, Gulf Coast, and many others, in addition to being widely anthologized. During the reading, you'll also hear her give a glancing mention to one of her long-term projects, an ongoing work growing out of what she refers to on her website as a lifelong obsession with the ancient Maya. Please welcome Sheila Maldonado. Thank you, everybody. Um, It's awesome to be here. So let me get to it. I was in Spain 12 years ago at uh, Fundación Valparaíso, which is down in uh, Almería. So I have a few poems I'm going to read from then, and they're in the first book. I'll read from that. I'll read from a second manuscript and a third that is way in the future, but, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> um, so these are, you know, like uh, just identity, all kinds of fractured identity stuff. Maldonado this is just a icebreaker. My name in Spain means mainly that I'm lame, deformed, poorly endowed. I'm ass out of luck, without grace, obnoxious, loud. This uh, You Spanish. Um, this is a question you get asked a lot in New York by people. Like, you Spanish? You Spanish? And I always thought it was funny that people are asking you if you're a, like a walking language. So. You Spanish? Is this the face of a tongue? You Spanish? This pasty winter olive, this summer hash brown, the color of a language? 
you Spanish. Do I have a tilde for a mustache? An accent for a brow? This head of dark waves, the hair of an idiom? You Spanish. Is this swarthy pupil, this cold stare, the eye of speech? You Spanish. When I open my mouth, do you hear a dusk of vowels, backward, brunette? Yeah, you Spanish. Don't understand a word you say. <laughs> I'm gonna try to do it in, in Spanish. It's not, yeah, well, whatever, anyway. Eres español. Eres español. Esto es la cara de una lengua. Eres español. Este oliva pálido del invierno. Este nugget dorado de verano. <laughs> uh, el color de un idioma. Eres español. Tengo tilde para bigote. Marca de acento para ceja. El, este pelo de ondas oscuras. El cabello de un, de un dialecto. Eres español. Esta pupila morena, esta mirada fría, el ojo del hablar. Eres español. Cuando abro mi boca, hoy es una penumbre de letras vocales, retrasada, morena. Eres español. Sí, sos español. No entiendo ni una palabra que dices. I translated that when I went to Honduras a long time ago. Um, I actually got to read there, and yeah, they, they didn't really understand me. Um, <laughs> Cabo de Gata, um, it's down in the south of Spain. This has nothing to do with Cabo de Gata. Las gatas en el cabo. Las gatas acabaron en el cabo. Cata Gabo, gata de cabo. Caben las gatas en el carro. Carro de gatas al cabo. Carro de cabo, carro de agua. Agua de gata, gata de agua. Cabo de carro, acabaron en el agua. Girl Cat Cape. The girl cats on the cape. The girl cats finished at the cape. Gape curl, cape girl cat. The girl cats fit in the car. Car of girl cats to the cape. Cape car, water car, girl cat water, water girl cat, car cape. They were finished in the water. I'm gonna do one last one. And illusion, uh, like A-N-D illusion, like I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. Even the succulents in Andalusia sing love songs, many unrequited notes from all the varieties of tough green leaves forgotten by water. A crowd of cacti holding their own, retaining what they can till the water returns, blushing greener, growing harder, pretending they don't care it's been gone. They're fans of melodies with origins like theirs that traveled across the ocean and back. This one cactus with limbs and bark like trees and yellow flowers on top, sings Willie. Solo me alienta el deseo divino de hacerte mío. Mas me destruye la incertidumbre que estoy pasando. Another one, like a bush with a wide leaf, croons Benny. Si vives escondida de tu propio corazón, por ti lo siento. Demuéstrate a ti misma la verdad, aunque te cause sufrimiento. A flower of only thick green petals, open like an onion blossom, belts Celia. 
No, 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 no sé si lo maldice o lo bendice mi corazón porque usted sacó provecho de mi abuso. Idle time, purgatorial and dry heat, lived in love past, love imagined, fighting longing and delusion. This is from the second manuscript, which is kind of similar to the first book, except like kind of older and more bitter. Winter Zuihitsu. My vagina was your death therapist. City of, villain, uh, city of villains and failures. Some days I can't take my hardline friends. They can't handle my inability to draw a line. Did stop writing at least once to check phone like I'm on call for a job I don't have. There is survival of a genocide in the blood memory. Does that make us afloat as we are today? I don't know, but there is something essentially crappy. Today, I'm focusing on the forms. I'm not thinking about the countries exploding, but they're behind us all, exploding their forms. The first lesson of 40 is let go. The people you want don't want to stay. What if you lost your gods, or are just finding them again? It is the Ides, a day to kill Caesars, to betray Caesars, a day to fuck Caesars, fuck them over, take the throne. It is a day to take the throne. I am taking a mental health day. Professors do that, take a day. I call myself professor because someone else just did. Schools are asylums, I told them. I have been dealing with some cases and, and am a case myself. Zuihitsu invernal. Mi vagina fue tu terapeuta de la muerte. Ciudad de villanos y fracasos. Algunos días no puedo soportar a mis amigos rígidos. No pueden con mi incapacidad para trazar una línea. Detuve mi escritura al menos una vez para ver el teléfono como si estuviese de guardia en un trabajo que no tengo. Si sobrevive a un genocidio en la memoria de la sangre, ¿nos hace flotar eso como lo hacemos hoy? No lo sé, pero hay algo básicamente desagradable. Hoy me estoy enfocando en las formas. No estoy pensando en los países que explotan, pero están detrás de no todos nosotros explotando sus formas. La primera lección de los 40 es dejar ir. La gente que quieres no se quiere quedar. ¿Y qué si perdieras a tus dioses? o los estamos encontrando de nuevo. Es el idus, wow, no sabía, es el idus. Un día para matar Césares, traicionar a Césares, un día para joder Césares, volverlos mierda, tomar el trono, es un día para tomar el trono. Me tomo un día para, para mi salud mental, los profesores lo hacen tomarse un día, llamo a mi profesor porque alguien más lo hizo, las escuelas son así, los les digo, He estado lidiando con algunos casos y yo mismo soy una. Thank you. Temporary statement. I am not poignant. I am losing nuance. I beat you over the head. I am cliche. I am a caveman, cavewoman, a cave. I am not genteel or radical. I am pissed. I am not always specific. 
I am beat. I am losing steam. I leave image with image and word with word. I take too many pictures. I'm literal as fuck. I bully my way through a text. I barrel my way through. That Neanderthal thing again. I resist understanding. I understand because I resist. I've forgotten how to break a line. The line breaks me. I use I too much. I do get that the I on the page is still not me. I do get that. I don't know if you get that. <laughs> I don't know who I am in this time. I have lost a great love. I am suffering through a terrible leader. I don't know where to turn or who to be. I'm looking for my days to reacquire some rhythm. I can't be kind in the morning. I can't be kind. I am mourning. I miss touch. I miss conversations I had in the past. I miss the conversation I had with my past. It is leaving me. I don't mind erasing. I want to know who to address, though. I'll read one last one. This is from a really future book. This is from a really future book. Like, I don't know, five, 10 years, God knows. Uh, this is for the Maya book. Um, because, you know, the Maya, the first writing of the Americas, in the blood, come on. Um, window on my part-time, oh, this is like where I imagine I'm like an ancient scribe and shit, okay. Window on my part-time employer in the one building that was once two. I'm writing to the building of writing that is continually giving us the boot. Writing alone can't hold it up. I want to say writing created it, but it might have just assisted. And yet writing is its own building. Writing extends the building. I'm from a long line of building extenders, a line that was broken. That line can be broken. It can be outlawed and driven out of town, the word finding refuge in the mountain, the mouth, the memory. It can be fired and replaced, a thread erased. It can't all be put down. It rises up, an ancestor told me. A few ancestors told me that one. I will be an ancestor telling you to rise up. But as a present day person, I tend to lay there. I've been thrust out from the building of letters, syllables, characters. They're scattered, and I lack the will to gather them. It is fine to lay among them, let them scramble. Eventually, I will get up and put them together again. It won't be like I imagined. It will be. Immediate postscript. For a minute there, my keyboard stopped working. I was talking about letters, and they wouldn't come. I did not lay calmly. It was not a calm. It was a panic. I wanted letters to come out, and they wouldn't. I am wrong to say I can be so calm. I would fight for a while. I would fight to get back to the letter, to get back to the building, fight to make a new one. Thank you. Thank you, Spencer and Unamuno and everybody who made this happen. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rossiter, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack Rossiter Mundley. And remember, Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetry spoken here. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetry spoken here. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere 
at gmail.com.